And now a message from Freshly Baked Crackers. Hello, everybody out there listening to the podcast. This is a good friend, Cheddar Cheese. And I just want to talk to you about something serious today. And that thing is winning. <laughs> I'll never be able to do it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, the first of hopefully not a lot of attempts uh, at an intro of something funny that didn't work out because I can't keep it together while I do this character that I've come up with named Cheddar Cheese. Hello, everybody, it's Cheddar Cheese. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know how to not do it without yeah, it laughing. It just takes practice, more so, getting me at work while I'm... Yeah. Anyway, hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah. It is I, Josh. And his I as well, Ian. And we are two different people. Yes. With different names. Well, yep, and uh, genetics and whatnot. Everyone, it's a day, a, a day of lore. Yes. A day we've spoken about the idea of possibly happening here on this podcast. A day all of us nerds have dreamed about. Yeah. And it's not... Scarlett Johansson doing Full Frontal. That already happened in that uh, Out of the Skin movie or Under the Skin movie. <laughs> yeah, so the... this is bigger than that. Ladies and gentlemen, Spider-Man has come home. Spider-Man has come home. Spider-Man. Oh. Sony and Marvel today, as I'm sure a lot of you, anybody who listens to this has read, <clears throat> have announced <laughs> that fucking they're going to work together to make Spider-Man movies and put Spider-Man into the Marvel in, Cinematic in our, Universe. Yeah. He's coming together with our buddies um, we've already got. Later on after that, um, something I didn't tell you I read today actually at work was the Wall Street Journal reported. No joke, the Wall Street Journal, right. for real. Like, yeah, they do a lot of this movie and comic book stuff. They really lately. do, lately, I mean, yeah. Let's make it mad money. <laughs> They're uh, reporting that he will first show up in Civil War. Okay. In, in Cap 3. Right, okay. They say that that's already out. That's they pretty quick. know that. So, yeah, that's two... Th well, Cap hasn't been moved, though. Yeah. They didn't move... A no, lot everything of, else kind of has been. A lot of the other uh, dates... Uh, Definitely Thor, Thor th er, 3, It's yeah. like to November or yeah. something now. Uh, Black <coughs> Panther and uh, uh, Captain Marvel and, yeah. and uh, Inhumans yeah. have all been delayed and yeah. moved back because of all this, which um, is fine yeah. with I mean, me. Yeah, it's, we're getting Spidey. He's because fucking coming we, back. Because you know? Marvel has Spidey back. Yeah. Now, it does say that you know Sony's going to get final control, but as we all know from what's been reported... The P the big ups at Sony, Sony Japan, the main yeah. company, have said, make a make a goddamn Disney Marvel movie. Handle this shit right. Make it the way they tell you to make yeah. it. You know, you get final say. But well, they <clears> they <throat> took a huge ding on Amazing Spider-Man too. You know, it was a colossal flop, and yeah. it should have been. And then you know, right after that, trying to announce all movie. these weird spin-off movies, Sinister Six. I also read that the, stuff that they're still they're not. They're not 100% sure they're not going to make that Sinister yeah, Six Yeah, I, I did so. see that mentioned, too. The uh, fuck did they want to do that movie so I don't bad know. for? I mean, I am partially interested, because I love the idea of, uh, of villains being the, it's the heroes, just, it's, kind it's of. Still, it's still, it's a Suicide Squad. Yeah. It's another thing. Yeah. Just, they just see that <laughs> fucking Guardians money. Right. Well, you know, it's, it, it, yeah. And f but it's weird that they would. I mean, I guess it is Not Sony, that the but it just feels strange. Are villains, but they're no. definitely anti-heroes. Yeah, yeah, they've got more of the the renegade thing going sure. on than than a lot of your other people. Uh, Speaking of which, um, 
Chris, you know, the, the internet is is begging for it, and Chris Pratt said he would totally be down with playing Indiana Jones, yeah. which I think is really awesome, too. I think it'd be pretty cool. Uh, he's very much that in Peter Quill, you know. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's the only thing, too, is I think that we would maybe be getting very close to same character almost. Yeah, but that's kind of like, oh, well, don't cast, you know, fucking Han Solo to be Indiana Jones. Is this too much a cowboy renegade motherfucker? I mean, yeah, like, it's still... Yeah, look how that worked. It, yeah, I mean, that's true, but... Is Han Solo a good character? Yes. Yeah. Is Indiana Jones... Okay. Yeah. It did work out. Right. So... Yeah, you know, and... Let's do up it until, with Chris Yeah, Pratt, I'm, I'm down for now that. Now I'm totally down with it. Now, so what, we now get... Now that I worked myself through it with you, I feel get, like... We get Guardians and then three great Indiana Jones movies and, uh, you know, when he becomes really old, a shitty one, but, you yeah. know, I'm okay with that. That's a good track record um james gunn i can't think of what podcast he was on this week um but he said that maybe it was a radio show anyway it may have been it may have been old radio broadcast <laughs> through the air oh. um he said that his uh his submission to marvel or his, his sit down with marvel about guardians 2 that uh his plot they Described as risky. Yeah. Not risque. <laughs> risky. Not a lot of titties, but yeah, uh, I'm kind of interested in what that means. It, there is the whole thing talking about being more about Peter's father and this kind of stuff. Sure. And uh, Which we, we both talked about is is um, revealed in the comics, but it's yeah. not really a big deal. No, but it is. He a, shows up in a little thing here or there and does a few things. But yeah, it's not like, he's it's not mentioned. Like, well, man, I don't think he ever got his own like run. No, he, did, he didn't like a have Jason a single comic. No, was uh, you know, and I, I think that in a film standpoint, it would be a good character arc thing. You know, the meeting of the father. It doesn't have to be sure. that he's also fucking Odin or whatever. Yeah, you that's know? the things. That's a lot of the rumors that are going around is that they're going to try to tie it into somebody that's already in the Marvel I Cinematic Universe. I think that would just universe. be way too hokey. Yeah. You know, they really could just have or it be way that, too Loki. Loki oh, gross. It. Yeah. yeah. You know, but I mean, it's like they could really make it just. Well, he would be way more powerful if he was Odin's son. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. He wouldn't just be a dude who's. You know who else is Odin's son? Thor. Right. So at this point, Peter Quill would have figured out that he's a fucking superhero. He's got some like, kind like of magic, yeah, crazy magical <laughs> yeah. power, strength, and shit. Like none of that has has shown up in him at all whatsoever. Ever, yeah. He didn't feel any of this stuff when Thor was on Earth and all that. Oh, he was not on Earth anyway. But uh, being so at least what, in our what, universe. What do you think this means with everything getting pushed back? Does this mean? That they're going to start trying to work Spider-Man into all this shit, or do you think that they're just going to start? They want to put some Spider-Man movies in this time frame, so they're moving things around. I had actually uh, thought the latter. I hadn't thought about the idea of trying to put him in stuff like Black Panther, Thor, right. or whatever. Uh, that's a pretty cool idea. Maybe trying to get some extra filming done, but uh, yeah, I think it's probably more to try to. I'm so glad that he's going to be able Spidey to be stuff. in the fucking Civil War film because, like, yeah, it's such an important thing. Now, uh, I don't know. Like, I guess that they're just going to. De- they say that he's going to get debuted in another Marvel film. Okay. So I'm guessing, well, it says it'll be Cap 3. I guess yeah. the Wall Street Journal did. I'm, I'm thinking of the two different articles and one was way <laughs> before the other. Um, but, like, so I guess. Is Cap, is Cap 3 doing the two-parter thing? Or is that No, no that's. Uh, that's uh, Infinity War. That's right. Okay. Avengers okay. 3. Um, do you think that they're going to, are they going to skip Origin? For for Spider Man, since he's gonna be he's gonna be debuted in the, or are they gonna go back and show the origin in a later film? They will probably go back and show the origin, but I don't know. I mean, and if they say they're going in another direction or they're trying to do, I think that was what one of the mm-hmm. articles was saying. Then an origin wouldn't be quite as 
we've seen this shit a yeah. million times, so it might not be so Do much. You credit, know, but I don't know off the top of my head. The uh, reason I'm asking this, you know, the big thing that people have talked about for a long time always is uh, the idea of Donald Glover playing Spider-Man. Which yeah, I think officially the podcast will pro- probably be taking a stance that Donald Glover is our vote for oh, the yeah. new Spider-Man. Definitely. But does I mean I don't know about Miles Morales as far as like. Um, Where he comes from and stuff. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't really know enough know about him to know how he became Spider-Man in his story. Yeah, like, I haven't really story. read any of his. Was run. he also bitten by? I mean, I'm sure something we can Google right away. Yeah, because um, that would be a different. You know, they're going to give us a different origin story if he has a different. Yeah. Origin story. Well, and the only reason why I'm saying origin, I think, anyway, is that the there one of the articles kept using the word reboot. You know, which always makes you think it's going to just be, but sure. it, it might not have to be. I mean. We could really very easily reboot it as in new guy, new stories, without it being we have to reboot it from fucking square one. You know? Sure. Because, yeah, that's like I keep saying. It's like one of the things – there are a few things in our culture that it doesn't matter if you read comic books or not. You fucking know the origin of Spider-Man. You know the origin of Batman and Superman. We don't need to fucking see those anymore. We've seen the Mad Nauseam. You want to see a Spider-Man origin. So he, he – now as I'm reading here on Wikipedia, he picks up um, the Spider-Man thing after – uh, uh, Peter Parker's death. Okay, so that could kind of be cool. Yeah, hmm. but uh, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do this. I mean, who can you think of to play Peter Parker if it's going to be Peter Parker? You know, you know if it's if it's not going to. I mean, in all honesty, they're probably not. It's Peter Parker's Spider-Man in. Civil War. Yeah. It's Peter Parker's yeah, Spider-Man that's, that's true. in the Infinity Gauntlet. And not even, I mean, not even bringing the fact that some people are stupid, race-baiting idiots. Yeah. And, and are just racist people who just can't see Spider-Man being anything but a white kid. Right. So I really, I, well, I doubt we're going to get our pick, yeah. is what I'm saying. I, yeah. I, I, would lo- I would love to see. And Donald's getting a little too old to play Spider-Man anyway. He could be. But, I mean, if we're going from a new character, I mean, it doesn't have to be the teenager Miles Morales thing. Sure. But, I mean, that is part of the Spider-Man appeal, that he's yeah. a young man struggling through high school yeah. slash college. That, and then he's also that he's thing. also a kid amongst grown men superheroes. Yeah, exactly. You know, he that he's a young out. guy with you know Thor, running around with Thor. Right. And the likes of Tony Stark and fucking Captain America. You yeah. Know? And here he is, this kid. Right. Um, I mean, it's not like Donald's looking older. <laughs> you know, well, I, mean, I mean, I mean, you look at you look at like uh, the front cover to his new album because of the internet. He's got some white hair in his. Oh beard. yeah, yeah, he's he's getting to that. Point you know, now. I mean, I mean, he's he's too old to play that. Maybe not though. I mean, yeah. he looks pretty young as Troy. On yeah, community. mind you, that's six years ago. When we that's started true. The show, yeah. So well, I mean, there's uh, all kinds of Hollywood magic now. You know, but um, sure. And don't get me wrong. Donald Glover, if you ever listen to this, we love you. I'd love for yeah. you to fucking play Spider-Man. I but want him to play everything ever. I w- <laughs> everything. <laughs> he should. I don't he care. He should come what? back as and play <laughs> Batman. He should play Batman instead of LL. <laughs> Danny Pudi should probably play yeah, Batman. Yeah, definitely. Abed is... Christian Bale wrote it on a copy of <laughs> yeah, The Dark Knight. Yeah. He wrote, Bob Ed is now <laughs> Batman. Bob Ed is now Batman. Um, uh, by the way, if you uh, next month, whenever Community comes back, there will be live tweeting. I don't know about live, because I guess... We'll have to wait till we go home and watch it online because <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. But we'll definitely be talking up a lot of uh, a lot of community. But anyway, who do you think could play a a, a Peter Parker? Peter's out there in. I mean, I mean, a lot of people talk about we're saying Miles Teller, the kid from Whiplash. I was actually about to mention, but him. he's also in the Fantastic Four already. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so that you know? kind of knocks that out. Um, Which is also know. Fox World. Yeah. So you know, they're not Fox World. Yeah, Fox. Uh, yeah, World. yeah. 
But we also know that Chris Evans was in the Fantastic Four, yeah. you know, but... You could possibly cross him over, but... I mean, by that point, if he's already doing Fantastic Four and Fantastic Four 2, I mean, he's going to start aging by the time it gets to sure. put in that role. Uh, so, I don't know. I, I feel like maybe we'd have to go with an unknown. You know, I don't really... A lot of people I've read uh, have mentioned the kid Ty Sheridan, um, who I know was in the shit movie Joe with uh, Nicolas Cage. Okay. But A, I think he's too young, first of all. Right. And B, I think that he's... I don't think he's got the fucking... The wit. Right. Spider-Man's a funny he kid. He needs to be, you know, He's yeah. a goofball. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know who I think would be a really good Spider-Man? I can't think of his name right now off the top of my head. Um, but he's playing The Flash um, in the movies. Oh, the movie Flash. Okay. The kid from, from uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower. Yeah. He okay. would be a good Spider-Man. Yeah. And now he's in a DC thing, so that's yeah, probably so not going to happen, you know? Dream. Here's the dream, DC. Listen. <laughs> Kid from Perks of Being a Wallflower, drop him. He's no good for you. Not at all. He's he's not going to be a good Flash. <laughs> he's going to be a terrible Flash. That kid that plays the Flash on the TV show, pretty damn good. Yeah. Let him be in the let's, movie. Let's just have him so move, move on. him up yeah. to the movie. He could be in the show in the movie. A little continuity between your TV world and your fucking movie world. Uh, or Joel McHale. Or or uh, yeah, and if you want to go older, if you don't want to do the kid from the TV show, Joel McHale is the obvious choice. Of, for of the course, Flash. yeah. Um, then, guy from Perks being a wallflower, get him. In come on Peter over Parker and be Spider Man, yeah. bro. Come on oh, over do here. That a little bit. You know, as cool as it is, as quick as you said yes to the Flash, you know, in the back of your head, you're like. Man, I wish that Andrew Garfield <laughs> guy didn't have that Spider-Man yeah. gig because I'd really like I would that. Totally, well, like it's that over one. with for him now, so yeah. you can have it. Let's take it. Yeah. Um, how the 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 fucking kid from uh, uh, Modern Family. Uh, oh, Luke. He's got to be getting old enough by that point that he could probably do some Peter. Yeah, I don't Parker know if he's that shit. old enough, but he's yeah, a fucking funny. He's kid, hilarious. Though. Yeah, and he's yeah he's really he's getting to be a better actor as he's getting older. I think you know, but uh, he's he's. I mean, it's pretty funny to see a kid with a real dry sense of humor, yeah. which, is fu- which is hilarious. He's so funny. But even the shit when he's like, get it together, Luke, when he realizes he <laughs> yeah, has two he different socks on or whatever. Up, yeah. yeah, get it together, Luke. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know enough young Hollywood to know who. Yeah. You know, another person that I that I uh, read someone talking about is Michael B. Jordan, but he's also in the Fantastic Four. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'd really dig that dude. He's I think cool. He's, yeah. I really hope Fantastic Four trailer is out. By the way, yeah. we haven't talked about that. It doesn't look bad. It doesn't look terrible. But also, um, it doesn't give you any details. You know, so yeah. it's just kind of a lot of flashy, cool shit. You yeah. can put a bunch of pictures together. And there was another neat. movie that came out a few years back um, that had a cool looking trailer. Um, Green Lantern. <laughs> right, yeah. So, I think I remember that one. So, and that was, uh, that's how much do we love Ryan Reynolds? Like yeah. He was in <laughs> X Men Origins Wolverine. Right. And Green Lantern. And we're like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck you guys. He still should play Deadpool. He still should Deadpool. play Deadpool, for real. Like, he'll be good in Deadpool. Just trust us on that. <laughs> for every Kevin Smith out there that's like, guys, give Ben Affleck another chance after Daredevil. <laughs> yeah. We're like, guys, give Ryan Reynolds a third chance. <laughs> After that terrible well, Deadpool. Again, Green Lantern and Wolverine Origins both I chalk up to just shitty writing. You know, sure. they're just not good movies. Because, I mean, he'd actually be a pretty good Hal Jordan. Hal's kind of a smarmy Tyrese shit. Tyrese has been uh, lobbying to play 
Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah, I've been seeing that. And I think he went that'd be pretty and, but cool. he went and talked to Warner Brothers. I guess really? he, he had a meeting with He's him. Serious so, about it. You know, I know it's not really in our world because we don't watch. I mean, I watch all of them, but I'm yeah. not big into him. He is part of the Fast and Furious. Franchise. Oh yeah, that's true. You he know, can bring I mean, in some dollars. He he. Even though he's not running in our circle of movies constantly, he is a definite draw. And I've always yeah. liked the dude. Yeah, I've always thought he seemed like a really cool dude. He didn't. He did a lot of shit on MTV back in the day. Back when his singing career was more of his thing. Oh right. I know he does. Still does. Like, yeah. Uh, he there's, he still puts music. I don't think. It's, I wasn't aware of that. That's um, crazy. Well, Felicia was listening to some at work the other day. Okay. So <laughs> nice. It wasn't anything I knew. I'd heard before, so I figured it was. More current, at least newish, yeah. Um, so yeah, so you know, hop on the Facebook page, everybody. What do you guys think? Who yeah, should, who's your Peter Parker? Who do you think should play Peter Parker? You or know? Uh, you know, Miles Morales, or any other incarnation of Spidey. I mean, sure. Maybe they'll do something totally new. Who knows? I mean, it would be kind of weird to do that, but I don't think they're going to go that wild off because I think they're going to. They want. I want it to be right for Civil War. Yeah, they want I'm it to really, appeal. Yeah, I'm really. I'm still curious about Civil War, though. That's something that I've been thinking about. Is like that. In the modern, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we're not really having a lot of people battling with their secret identities. Sure. It's not really a thing, and that's what Civil War was kind of all about. Sure. That whole stealing of that. So, if like ninety percent of our characters don't have that to worry about, is that even still going to be the way that the we'll see. the plot runs? So, I'm kind of interested I'm, to see what they're the, going to do. The what's going to tear them worried. apart? You know. Is because I really trust the Russo brothers. Well, that's why I'm not worried. I'm I'm interested. Okay, you know, yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. the whole thing is that I'm just intrigued. I'm like, okay, so this is a factor in this. You know, that's so how like the, what could the they difference play between with? trusting Marvel and not trusting the other <laughs> film companies. <laughs> yes. that's, that's like, but no, with them, I'm just like, oh, I wonder how they're going to do this crazy yeah. thing that doesn't make sense with the books. And the other ones are like, oh, they're doing this crazy yeah. thing that doesn't make sense <laughs> with the books. Right. Oh, no, fuck I just, me. I, I Channing like it. Tatum's going to play Gambit. Here we go. <laughs> Obvious choice, Josh Holloway. Yeah, uh, come on. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry. <laughs> hey, DC, let me do. Let me redo some stuff for you. <laughs> yeah, can, can we? Well, I mean, that's, and, uh, that's and, Fox, And Marvel though. also. Yeah. I want to <laughs> get Joel McHale Fox. in as the Flash. <laughs> I want to... I want to... Uh, I think that Ken Jong can play the Mandarin. Oh yeah! I'm trying oh, to move God. everyone <laughs> from community, community. <laughs> <at> into. <sighs> Are we putting Jim Rash? <laughs> Brainiac. Oh my God! Yes. Perfect. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Jim Jim Rash. Get Jim it. Rash would have pushed to be who, Brainiac. Jim Rash should have played the Riddler. Yeah, in the he third would be a Batman. great Riddler. Holy shit! Oh. That would be awesome. Jim Rash, everyone, if you're not on board with what's going on with the fucking with community, uh, I really, I, I wouldn't like go on a limb and sit here on the show and tell people like you should like. If you haven't seen Community, it took me a long time to watch Community. Like it was on the first few seasons were on DVD by the time I finally watched yeah. it. It's the greatest comedy of all. It's time. incredible. It, it it's. It's one of those shows that not only is it funny, it's got layers and layers of oh, jokes. Yeah. And references throughout the show, and a group of characters that are just fun to turn on and hang out. They with, legitimately you know? grow like, as characters. I feel yeah. they're so human. They all have their yeah. flaws. You sure, know? it's it's, oh, it's just a fucking great show. Sure, it's really it's really great. Yeah. Give it a chance. You'll enjoy it. It's a great it's a great ride. And if we're you about like to get laugh. another season. Thanks thanks to Yahoo for yeah. saving our favorite show. All of all places, I've made fun of Yahoo for a long time. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm I'm getting a Yahoo email address tomorrow. I'm done with this goddamn Gmail. I don't get any junk mail. I know. It's I'm just so, so convenient. I'm so tired of like getting into my email and just being like, oh, there's nothing in here. Nobody nobody cares about me getting boner right. pills, apparently. Sure. It's, 
If I get something I don't want, I hit unsubscribe. I never get anything from them again. It's annoying. <laughs> right. I had a Yahoo account before, and I would get in there and have like 75 emails a day. Oh, yeah. It made me feel important. It would take hours to clear sure. out. Sure. Oh, like, Time To the point where you, even though the email address is your name <laughs> at Yahoo, you abandon it because oh, it's yeah. just... You abandon it for some initials with the, with the, the number of the year you were born on into a Got Gmail it. account because you're just like, fuck it. I don't care if I have Josh Custer at Yahoo.com. It's the dumbest email ever. It's just like, you have 7,333 new messages. I checked my email 10 minutes ago. Who Where needs is to get a hold of from? me? Do you need dick pills or an engagement ring? How's the sighting on your house? Uh, well, how many fucking emails can you send me every day? I don't know, like... Don't ask them. They will push it. I, and I didn't delete the account because it's still like attached to a couple things. I never right. use it, but I want to. I like sometimes I'll like go try to order a pizza from someplace. I'm like, what the fuck? This doesn't have my current <laughs> email. My oh, it's got that old Yahoo. I just need to change it, but every once in a while I find them. <laughs> and I wonder, I should go in there and check it out. I bet there's fucking thousands <laughs> of emails. There's emails from Yahoo in there, probably right. like, excuse me, sir, but you are exceeding your. No one is exceeding the maximum limit on Yahoo, and you're exceeding. You have like it. all of it. We sent you an email three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and said we would double it for free. And now you're up to 12 gigs. You need to delete some shit, bro. We're having to shut you down. You're slowing yeah. everyone else's email yeah. up. At this point, Yahoo is going to have to close because you have filled our internal <laughs> servers with this backlog of, we got ribs this weekend at Bandana's Barbecue. Oh, the old Bandana's newsletter. Oh, God. <laughs> Let me tell you something. This podcast is not brought to you by Bandana's Barbecue. Some of the worst fucking barbecue my entire I've ever had. Hey, do you guys want hot store ham? Yes. Then you're going to love <laughs> the barbecue at barbecue fucking this place. Uh, bandana's Barbecue. Barbecue Bandana's this place. Barbecue <laughs> Bandana's <laughs> Buttholes. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway, go ahead and jump on the old fucking, uh, on the old interwebs and tell us what you guys think about the new Spidey news. Yeah. I know a lot of people, uh, that I'm friends with on there and that are friends with the podcast. I saw them sharing the information today. So, everybody's pretty excited yeah. to get Spidey in on this stuff. It's just, I, it's just, they gotta get, I mean, cause everyone's fucking amazing. Yeah. In the, in the fucking Marvel. Everyone is perfect. Right. So, they just gotta get a, they someone. Gotta get the right person. Yeah. And, uh, it really sucks. It really. I really wish that they never would have fucking cast Andrew Garfield. Yeah, and his amazing Spider Man. So they could find. And him I wish now. today they were just like, you know, who will get Andrew <laughs> Garfield? Get this Andrew Garfield guy. And then again, he is getting to be the point where he's not going to be able to play the yeah. fucking role much longer because he's true. in his mid to late twenties at yeah. this point. You know, so I think Spider Man needs to be like seventeen, yeah. eighteen. You know, or go, just going to yeah, college. I mean, we're pushing it, you know, for later on and stuff too. I mean, they could not have been sitting on this character and not been thinking about it constantly. Every oh, time are you kidding me? a Marvel, new group Marvel of, of has Hollywood their list people have pushed yeah. up, they know, you know, so they've probably got some great people Marvel on the short knows, list. Marvel knows exactly what they're going to do if anything that oh, we, yeah. we dream about happening happens. <laughs> oh, yeah. If somehow fucking Fox fucks up and they have like they have to get rid of X-Men, they know exactly what they're <laughs> oh, doing. Oh, yeah, they've, they've got already... there are three of them already written, oh, just I can, ready to I go. I guarantee you I know what they would do. <laughs> They do astonishing X Men. They'd bring Joss oh, yeah. in. Oh, that would be the smart thing to do. That's yeah. exactly what they would do. <laughs> oh they would come in and do Joss's astonishing. Um, Fox, astonishing... can you please just fucking give them <laughs> X Men? Please, please, I need that to happen. Please. Yeah, <laughs> and then later we'll talk about Fantastic Four. But right, right. now, right just now, just give us, give them the X Men. Give them X Men, yeah. please. 
Uh, so coming up pretty soon for uh, all of our listeners, I'm, everyone knows it's not like this is a secret. It's on television constantly on the internet. The Oscars are coming up pretty soon. Wait, the fucking Oscars? Really? Do you know what the Oscars are? That's. I think it's got something about baloney. Maybe or is it like a that's sandwich? A, that's meat? Oscar Meyer. Oh, okay. This is the <laughs> Academy Awards. Oh. This is like an award. See, here's what happens every year. <laughs> There's this industry right. in America called the film industry. Okay. And it's not real. But right. it is real because it makes billions of dollars. Okay. But they're not really selling anything real. They're selling <laughs> movies that they make, which is a real thing, but it's not because you can't eat it. Right. Or it doesn't wear it, you, I guess. Or yeah. <laughs> live in it, but it's still billions. If you bought a bunch of DVDs. So, maybe. uh,. Sleeper. What this this industry does is they get together, they make these movies, they make billions and billions of dollars, and they buy these amazing houses in the most beautiful area in all of America, right? Um, called L.A. Okay. And uh, once they've pretty well done that forever and ever, you know, every once in a while, every year, they get together and they give themselves awards. Oh. So they all get up on stage, and like <laughs> a lot of times it's like, she won the award last year, and she's going to give the award to someone new this year. <laughs> and they just blow each other. Okay, yeah. On television for saying, hours and in hours. In poor places, they just call that circle jerks. That's sure, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I really do feel like out of all the <clears throat> award ceremonies, maybe not the Oscars, maybe more so the Golden Globes, me and our buddy Andrew were kind of talking about today, but definitely in film in general, I think that it, is a lot of times some of the better movies. Yeah. You know, I mean, I understand that, yes, I think Guardians of the Galaxy is my favorite movie from last year. <laughs> right. But I obviously understand that it's not going to be up for best picture. Right, exactly. Maybe there should be an Academy Award for most fun movie. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That would maybe that would be, be a cool, cool yeah. thing. You know, like, fucking most kick-ass <laughs> What fun. made you fucking yeah. enjoy yourself at the movies this year? No, it wasn't, the, you know, it wasn't Shakespeareanly written, and no, it didn't, you know, it wasn't in the most amazing drama or right. this or that. But what movie were yeah. you like, we should fucking go again <laughs> right. to <see laughs> Right, right. What, what left you clapping like a child at the yeah. end of it? Yeah. What movie did you buy for someone for Christmas? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this year. Was it, uh, you know, what one was it? Good. Um, so I do feel like a lot of times really good movies do get awarded. Yeah, in a, yeah you know, definitely. Like we were talking about back in 94, 95, whenever it was Forrest Pulp Fiction Gump versus Forrest Gump. Fiction, yeah, yeah, it was like it was... You know, like, that's pretty crazy. You yeah. Know, shit like that. But, you know, the idea... I mean, Return of the King won. Oh, yeah. You know, there have been some really good movies yeah. that fucking... Uh, uh, that have won. And this year, I think there's some really... We've collectively wa uh, watched three... So far, yeah. ...of the films. Yeah. Out of the eight. Yeah. Uh, and between now and the Oscars, we're going to watch the rest of them. Oh, yeah. Um the eight films are, let's see if I can fucking even recite them. Uh, I'm going to go with the ones I don't know as well first. The Imitation Game, The Theory of Everything, Birdman, uh, Boyhood, The Grand Budapest Hotel, Whiplash, uh, Selma, and another movie that I'm not thinking about right Did now. Did you say American Sniper? I didn't say American, Mer American Sniper. American Sniper. <laughs> I, I, and, and I'm not trying to make fun of American Sniper. No. I've not seen it yet. It's yeah, on the list. Um, I, I don't know. I, I'm not a big war movie fan, um, but I, we love Bradley Cooper. Yeah. He's motherfucking Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. So, and I like a lot of other shit that he's in. I was, 
I mean, he's in the hangover. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, as stupid as it is, I dug the movie Limitless. I fucking like Bradley I actually Cooper. do enjoy war movies, too, uh, from time to time. Oh, yeah, like, uh, I really uh, enjoyed Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker was fucking great. Hurt Locker was pretty and, fucking uh, badass. And, of course, yeah. you can't not love Saving Private Ryan. Um, and, uh, God, what's the other one that I really liked? Now I'm fucking losing it. Oh, the one with, uh, goddamn James Bond, and he's in the fucking woods, and, uh, Damn it, they're all in a POW camp. It came out two years Ooh, ago. Ooh, I haven't seen that, but uh, I know what movie you're talking about. It's fantastic. I saw it in theaters. Um, it's something with a D, maybe. Now I'm thinking of Divergent. It's not fucking and Divergent. And I want to say Deliverance, but it's, <laughs> yeah, it's not, not that Deliverance either, but either. I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Okay, uh, they I'll all, check that It's out. a whole POW camp escapes, uh-huh. and they hide in the woods for months from the Nazis while okay. they're searching for them. And it's kind of how they kept themselves protected and stuff. It's all based on a true story, but it's got a lot of really good shit in it. It's fucking great. What the fuck is that movie God called? God damn it! And, and there's the a cover, bunch of he's good standing there, there with a the tree, yeah, with the fucking, with a fucking Thompson. gun. Yeah. God damn it! Uh, what is his name? Desperation, <laughs> desolation. Des- no, no. Yeah, maybe it's desperation. Maybe it. Maybe it is. Let's just, see. It's it's anyway. Um, Daniel Craig's a bad motherfucker. He's though. awesome, yeah. And there's a bunch of good people in it, but yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm kind of on board, you know. But the movies that we have seen for the Oscars, um, all we'll start going through those. First off, Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah, Grand Budapest. Uh, I Defiance, by the way, is Defiance. The name of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I fucking yeah, check that out. I fucking loved Grand Budapest. I, I'm I've always been a big fan of Wes Anderson. Yeah. I always liked his stuff. Um, I'm hit or miss with Wes Anderson. Yeah. But I did enjoy Grand Budapest. Yeah. And, and yeah. I th- like Life Aquatic is is I mean, my favorite. It's, it's my favorite yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's, it's, the it's one, got the daddy thing too. It's the <laughs> but, one uh, uh, movie that I own. Yeah. Of of his stuff. Of his. Yeah. yeah. Um, I actually got I, to I see Sao George. Okay. The dude, the Brazilian dude that plays yeah. the songs. He also plays Knockout Ned. Okay. In City of God. If you ever saw <laughs> okay, it. Did you ever no, see City of God? Ciudad de Dios? No, I haven't seen that. It's fucking amazing okay. movie. It's like it's like Goodfellas in Rio de Janeiro. Oh. It's fucking I'm incredible. On board. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I've got it here somewhere. I like him. Before you leave, the, the movies we've talked about earlier, too. Okay. I'll make sure I get it all to you. Get those. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I did like him in playing the fucking Bowie songs uh, in what, he like played Portuguese, a lot of, too. It's like, yeah, it's so yeah. fucking cool. Um, and he did uh, when I, I saw him at Bonnaroo. Okay. And whenever I just I just went by the tent for a second that he was playing and right. I listened to a little bit and he was doing uh, Rebel Rebel. Oh, nice. In yeah. Fucking Portuguese. <laughs> and then I think after that he I think he was doing either it was either a Bowie song I don't know right or his own song because he oh, okay. does have his own stuff too. And yeah. I'm guessing it was his own stuff because it didn't it sounded a much more uh, well he didn't sing it in it wouldn't it seemed more made for Portuguese. Oh, right, yeah. forcing Portuguese on... Something translated. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, but yeah, I've, I, you know, I've always liked it. I even really enjoyed uh, Darjeeling Limited. A lot of people kind of didn't dig that, but uh-huh. I think that this is his best movie in how it was all... I loved the way that everybody acted it. The soundtrack yeah. was fucking so fun for me. Uh, the the hand-drawn sets are so gorgeous, Like, and which is something he's always done really well. The hotel as a character... It, yeah. The hotel itself, like it's it's really, he shows how cool this hotel is. And getting like to see it through beautiful. the different eras that mm-hmm. went and in its heyday onto the most desolate it's been, like it really is its own character. And right. 
and uh, and I know that you complained about, it, but I love the change in the well, aspect ratio. see, we have ratios. the reason is we have it set up in our and since we have a plasma TV, we have it set up to where it fixes aspect ratios. Right. So I'd have to switch it back because <laughs> it would try so to the whole time fix it would it. like it would like go to the the four three. Right. You know, <laughs> pull it back. I was like, God damn it! And all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's fucking you know right. zoomed in on fucking Ray Fiennes' face or something <laughs> yeah. all weird and shit. You know. And uh, but I thought it was really cool, and I thought I I, th- I did think it was a beautiful looking movie. Yeah. Um, the story and plot were kind of secondary. Yeah. To the performances and the look of the film. Yeah, I kind of felt like it's more of a ride than it's a story yeah. uh, in and of itself. But I, I kind of liked that about sure. it. It's it's really like in its plot. The plot is very minimal, but the interactions you see with people in these weird little moments, like in the office of the lawyer, uh, you know, with throwing the cat out the window, and just like, it, I don't know, it was really kind of, it was neat. You really were just kind of watching these people go through events sure. less than yeah. seeing an actual story unfold. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, it was great. It yeah. was just really good. It was really cool. Um, um, I, w- I would definitely say out of the three movies we've seen, though, it's probably my least favorite. Yeah. Of the three, yeah. Just because I'm I'm just not a huge Wes Anderson fan. Right. Like if like if I I'm I'm not gonna rewatch any Wes Anderson movies probably except for Life Aquatic and maybe Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah, Fantastic Mr. Fox is so fucking. I probably watched but like the rest of them I I don't know. I I I shouldn't say that. I did I loved what we were talking earlier, we were talking about like the nineties and when I got like me, I got into a lot of independent film. One of the movies I found from watching, you know, it's a lot of Miramax shit. Right, yeah. Back then, it's a yeah. lot of Miramax. And, like, when I don't think that a lot of people who are younger will understand, like, well, if you, if I, when I, I grew up in a little town in Illinois, a little town of like, well, then it was like 12,000, 15,000 people. Right. There were two movie stores. We didn't have the internet. Right. Until the late mid 90s, you know. Yeah. 90, in our house, it wasn't until the mid 90s. I'm sure places had the internet before then. But, right. You know, there wasn't like, there weren't. You just didn't go watch trailers online. You didn't oh, know yeah. what the fuck was coming out, right? And except for the big movies that were on TV. You knew Home Alone was coming out. Yeah, you, you exactly. Know, you know, I mean, you knew shit like that These was going to happen. Blockbuster kind of things. Sure. Yeah. Like today, the stuff you see on TV, you would see those, but you're not going to see a lot of other shit. Right. Um, to me, like I fucking found this shit through the trailers before Miramax movies. A lot right. of times, there'd be trailers for other shit, you know, or uh, and later on it was. Stuff like focus features became, yeah. you know, a place to <laughs> find fucking cool movies, you know. And um, I rem- Bottle Rocket. Yeah, yeah, Bottle you Rocket. Know? Yeah, I remember ain't running from Johnny Law. <laughs> ain't no trip to Cleveland. Like I fucking love that movie. That's when a I first great saw it. movie. It was a yeah. great movie with both the Owen, or the Wilson yeah. brothers. You know, that's his first flick. I think. Yeah, that's yeah. his very first flick. Um, and then I thought Rushmore was all right. I loved Rushmore. Yeah. I, I really like the, I don't know, the way he plays with stuff, like the forced perspective to make Schwartzman and that car look like Schwartzman's a fucking kid. Like, yeah. I've always loved that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and building oh, the ship for Life Aquatic with Lake, a camera. it's just so amazing. His shots he's, are He's perfect. a genius with a yeah. camera. He's he's like, he's the exact opposite of a of a, of a Michael Bay. Right. A, like, we'll do it all in post. Yeah. Uh, you know, of a Peter Jackson. He wants that shit you know? to happen there. He does a lot yeah. of single shots, you know, which is something I obsess over. He does over. I love so much stuff. stuff in camera. Yeah. He wants it all done in camera. He doesn't want to... If if you want, if there's a mountain in the background. We'll go to the mountain. Right. We're not, we don't want to put a mountain <laughs> in the background unless we're going to do an old timey drawing. Right. Which is what he said about Budapest. He's like, I, it was going to be fake either way. Uh-huh. I like this look of fake as opposed to the look of CG fake. You know, Absolutely. and I think that that's so cool. You know, because his, his he almost like I'd rather look like a page of a book. Yeah. 
than us computer screen. He's very much like you know when you talk about film as an art, he's very much an yeah. artist in, in the film world. And I think that that like because of how much I love, what, I mean, I do, I love all of his movies. Uh, that this is like where he's been leading up to. Sure. This is with the change in the aspects, the the shot. It's like this is what he's been working towards, you know. And I think that was something that we finally got to see. What does he really do cool. after this? Does he have another uh, project? I'm announced? not sure actually. I haven't I haven't checked uh, since I saw the flick, but um, this is definitely like. I don't know. I mean, and it's it's just like the way that everything kind of breathes, the the stuff on the train, it's all very him. But I did think it was kind of accessible. A lot of his characters weren't as overtly quirky as they were in like Royal Tannenbaums. You sure. Know? Um, but Moonrise Kingdom had a bunch of weird people in it too. That was kind of more one of his stranger uh, movies. He has not announced another film to direct. Okay. He and Noah Baum, uh, Baum, Baumbach... I can't think of how to say his name, um, are co-producing a film. Okay. But he has nothing on the agenda right now. Noah Baumbach uh, did The Squid and the Whale. Okay. Which Anderson produced. Yeah, I haven't seen that, but I've, I've um, heard things. Tenenbaum's pretty good. Yeah. I did enjoy Tenenbaum's. Yeah, I like Tenenbaum's. Um, I didn't get that into Darjeeling or Moonrise. I really um, liked Moonrise. The kids were really good in that. The kids were pretty cool in it. And, uh, I didn't. I didn't. I'm not going to act. I'm not going to like I finished the movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, not going to pretend enough. like I finished fair the enough. movie. <laughs> uh, I just realized right now. I was like, yeah, you didn't even finish watching that movie. <laughs> I didn't. The first time I watched Grand Budapest, I didn't finish it. Yeah, I had to go back and rewatch the second half. Yeah, um, it, it's a little slow. I also in parts. started it really late. Yeah, um, it is a little slow in parts. I'll get. He's admittedly not my, not necessarily yeah. my favorite dude. Yeah. Um, beyond. Grand Budapest, uh, a movie that I've I've been waiting. I remember reading about Boyhood. Yeah, when they when Linklater was first talking about it, like this is twelve years. ago. This is like School of Rock, right? You know, yeah. around that time, or yeah, Scanner Darkly maybe around that time too. Yeah, um, yeah, they were pretty close together. Right around that time, Waking Life. Did you ever see that? No, I, I have it uh, downloaded you have, from you. Yeah, okay. I, I, bar- I borrowed it from you and ripped it, but I okay. never have watched you it. You should really watch okay. that. Yeah, that's a phenomenal film okay. that he that he made. That's that's a that is definitely a waking dream. Yeah, it's very very. It's about l- dreaming and being awake, the different realities and all these different. I might watch that tomorrow. Before it's work. pretty amazing. Yeah, okay. and. Uh, uh, the before sunset, before sunrise, and before midnight films. Yeah, you told me about those that, too. They that sound couple really cool. show up and uh, they have an amazing conversation. It's all conversations. Right. All waking life is conversations. All these really, really forward-thinking people from around New York and Austin. Right. Okay. And uh, uh, fucking, it's just it's just like this guy. It's the the kid from Days and Confused, Mitch. Right. Okay. He's the main character, okay. and he's just kind of. Walking through, it's it's very much how slacker is, where it's just a character walking through a town, and encountering all these different people, and the conversations he has with these people, hmm. and that's the whole film. Cool. Um, and it's just about the difference between dreams and reality, and the different ideas that people have of what it means. And Julie Delpy and Ethan Hawke have this really fucking amazing conversation about the idea that, um, like, whenever you go to sleep at night, and you wake up and you look at the clock and it's three twenty-one a.m. And you fall back asleep, and you have this long dream where you seem to go all these places and do all these things, and you wake back up, and it's 3.23 p.m. You know, <laughs> like two minutes has gone by. Right. So, and you've had these experiences and gone these places, you know, that you felt like for a while, you know, and then you start thinking that after death, 
the brain has six to 12 minutes of brain activity. Right. And it's like, that's maybe what this is. Maybe you're already a dead person <laughs> on their deathbed looking back through their life. This is your last 12 minutes. You know, do you ever feel like maybe things just happen that maybe you don't will them to happen? Maybe they just kind of happen? Like maybe you're going back over them hmm. and reliving them? Like it's these two That's talking trippy, about yeah. that. And then uh, he brings up this, uh, the idea of collective, collective subconscious and the idea. And, the, and it is a true study. They did a study in New York years ago, and they took all these people, and they gave them a crossword puzzle. Okay. Yeah, and they had them do their crossword puzzle, and then they would give them a crossword puzzle that had already been published in newspapers somewhere else in the country, you know, somewhere they wouldn't have seen it already. Right, but it's already out there, and all their scores went up dramatically, hmm. like like almost like when the answers are out there, <laughs> right? They could get a hold of them huh. easier. Yeah. And it's just like fucking That's conversation after conversation like that That's throughout cool. this movie. Okay. It's thought-provoking shit. It's yeah. very, very good. But Linkletter, um, right then, that's when he announced, you know, we're going to make this movie about, I don't think he even had a name for it. Maybe maybe he did. Maybe he called it Boyhood back then. I can't remember. But it was, I think it was just called Richard Linkletter's 12-Year Boyhood Project or something <laughs> like that. Right. You know? and, uh, it, and, you know, they had uh, Patricia Arquette and they had... Uh, Ethan Hawke, and they right. had this kid, and they were going to start filming him for 12 years. And I thought that was infinitely interesting. Like, I was like, yeah. this fucking dude is just, he's such an interesting guy, Linkletter is. And right. like, uh, the whole thing, I was just like, this is such a fucking amazing idea. I think this is so badass, you know? And then it just left the radar. Right. You know, That's every, a long time every, to, every, 12 years to not think about a movie. Reading, of reading Ain't It Cool News and Joe Blow and yeah. stuff like that got pushed aside. Right. And then all of a sudden... On one, I, I pulled up Ain't It Cool one day last year, and they were just like, Richard Linklater's boyhood trailer is here. And I was like, oh, fuck that this movie. Thing, yeah. yeah. Like, Holy <laughs> shit, that movie from my 20s. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> how crazy is that that you read about a movie about to be made, and I was 22, and then when I was 34, they were like, that movie that you read about 12 years ago is <laughs> right. done. It's well, it's finished. like uh, when we were talking about it the other day that like we had talked about it when we first started working together. Yeah, that, like, which is four years yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> so it is kind of uh, crazy to think about that, that span of time for that movie. Yeah, that, and what's crazy about it, that wasn't on the radar in anywhere. And I just remember, like, you know, getting to know you and talking right. about it. Like, you know, another thing that we've never <laughs> talked about. Did you ever hear about this Link Letter project right. years ago? And that was eight years into it at that point. <laughs> yeah. you know, four years later, we I finally have seen it now, <laughs> and it's. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, I. I, I thought agree. it was a really, really great movie. I thought it was one of those movies that. Uh, the first time I watched it, there were times when I was just like, "Well, I guess this is pretty good." During parts of it, you know, I wasn't totally. But then as soon as the movie's over, I'm just like, fuck, I can't stop thinking yeah. about that movie. Yeah. And it's one of those movies that it's not always necessarily what happens through it, but how you feel. Yeah. And maybe even, like, I felt this way with Tree of Life even, too. Like, there were some things that happened to the little kids, the boys in, in uh, Tree of Life, or the boy, I can't remember now, but that I remember thinking, well, that never happened to me as a kid specifically. Right. But something similar did, you know, and it made me think like how I felt like, like, you know, doing something as a kid that you never told anyone. Right. Like at one point his neighbors are home and he just goes in their house (laughs) and walks around their house and (laughs) shit like that. You know, like doing something like that as a kid that, you know, like when you were just the precocious, you weren't trying, you you weren't going to fuck with their house or anything like that. He just walks around. He's trying to check it out. I think he maybe takes like the 
the mom's underwear or something. <laughs> but just the whole like the whole scene where he's walking around these people's house. Like I don't know what I don't know what I did like that as a kid. Right. But I know I got myself in a situation as a kid where it's like I'm not gonna fucking tell my parents <laughs> or anything that I was doing this. You so know, that like, kind of struck a chord something, there. Yeah. You know, like like not that it was anything degenerate, but just like you know, you know when you're when you're super fucking curious about stuff like that when you're a kid you, right. you wander into some shit where you're like I should never have gonna tell my parents I was in that barn out in the fucking field right a mile and a half from our house you know yeah. like they would flip <laughs> the fuck out if they knew that I go out there and hang out during the day or something like that you know <laughs> yeah. like, um, anyway I thought Boyhood had a lot of those really cool moments yeah. where like you remember like something very similar not necessarily that but and not even necessarily negative things or anything like that. Like, you know, just cool moments of being a boy. Little emotion striking yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You know, that you remember. It's like, oh, fuck yeah. I remember whenever the world hadn't kicked the <laughs> shit out of my Right, head, right. Hadn't stomped the tick, tip of my <laughs> dick into the pavement. Of course, he had some pretty tough times. In his sure. Times. That, I think the thing that's really cool about the movie to me that, that I think helps to affect the character stuff on us emotionally right. is that, like, even in a regular movie, you see an adult through a couple of years or whatever. But sure. It, even if you gray their hair, people don't really change all that much. Like we literally grew up with this kid. Yeah. Like, we spent time with this same person it's as not, they developed not, into a human. It's like, not Jake Lloyd <laughs> and then fucking uh, Hayden Christian. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, it's exactly. The same kid it's the same the whole dude. Thing. It's the same parents. Yeah. It's the same everybody. The do- Richard Linkletter's daughter who she plays was the sister. Awesome. She's awesome. I too. liked her yes, a lot. Absolutely. And her development, getting to watch her become more uh, like introverted after the the shit with the step parent, yeah. and and like, it just they it, they feel real, and we get to see these people change in such a way during some of the most important developmental times. You know, it's like yeah, and nothing's really captured that I don't think as well as this did. It, I, yeah, I fucking dug it. I, I we were talking about the scene the other day with the. Uh where she pulls, spoiler alert, by the way, for all these, <laughs> yeah. if we're talking about the Oscar film, spoiler alert for all of them, just so you know. <laughs> Sorry not to be boring. I don't mean you guys aren't boring me. I'm just <laughs> long fucking days in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. um, the scene where, where she has to pack up and take her kids because her uh, new husband has become an abusive drunk right. over time, you know, like. That is fucking visceral. They leave the stepkids on the on the stairs watching them yeah. go out, you know, and, and just that thing, Sam being like, you know, well, are we ever gonna see them again? It's like, yeah. oh no. Yeah. And then we don't. You know, yeah. and it's like that fucking happens. That's yeah. such a, it happens a every monumental day. thing. Or at you know? least and, every week. And, and we really see like how it changes constantly. the kids too, you know, and, and it's yeah, it, god and damn you, it. I think uh it's you at that point you've been with that those kids enough that you really view you really see how much a fucked up adult can fucking impact kids. Yeah. And how big of a, like, kind of like, you kind of remember how big adults seemed to you back then. Yeah. I mean, especially that, that scene when he, flips out at the dinner throws the glass just like yeah. everyone head down at the table even before he starts screaming just him walking in with the bottle and just yeah. his mannerisms they know shit's going down yeah. you know and it's like to watch uh kids react like that and to have been in situations like that before you know sure. it, it, like you say you know it it is it's fucking powerful it, yeah. it really is it's just yeah fucking good shit <laughs> i mean how many times it's one of the oldest, most fucking boring tropes in movies. The fucking stepdad that comes in, he's a shithead right. to the son. Yeah. We've seen that a fucking million times, and we've never seen it, like, real. Yeah. This real, like, where it didn't seem like, okay, that guy's really not going to be that way. Right. Every bit of it. I read it, but I was reading a thing about them shooting that scene, mm-hmm. and uh, not uh, not the leave scene, the scene where he's at the table right. and freaks out and everything like that. 
And like he fucking had to, like they would shoot it a couple times and then he or after they shot it for the night or something he'd like have to go in the other room and he was fucking upset because Damn. he was just because he's not that kind of person he, and he was just having to be <laughs> awful through yeah. all of it you know and like he was just having to go to a really bad place he'd go cry in his right. fucking trailer afterwards because he just felt bad well, he, he did an amazing to all the job kids I mean and stuff and. They had to extend some things for him before <laughs> oh, the scene where he's like, I want you guys to know this is a scene. Right. It's really like, it was, because, you know, he's like, a, he really is a dad. Yeah. He really has kids, and he's just like, you know, but got to fucking put those kids through college, too, yeah. by throwing some glasses at some other kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, he did a great job playing that character that's hiding essentially a dark secret. You yeah. watch it kind of get worse a little bit behind the scenes, you know, and mm-hmm. then... You know, that outburst, not just being p- the the whole, you know, you don't like me very much thing, but he's fucking yelling at his son, too. And just, yeah. like, that cult, I'm having a drink with my dinner. Like, he plays that role so well. Yeah. And, like, that, it, I've known people like that. You know, like, that just, that fucking scene is just so powerful. It made but, me very, feel very fortunate to have a very good stepdad. Yeah, yeah, agreed. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, definitely. God, yeah. I'm so glad my... <laughs> After my parents got brought or got divorced, my mom didn't bring any fucking terrible people around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that would be awful. Uh, um, but yeah, so so Boyhood I thought was phenomenal. Oh, yeah, I thought, I thought uh, it was great. I thought everybody, like we said, I thought like, God damn it! Somehow Ethan Hawke is younger. He's the <laughs> yeah. only person that gets younger throughout <laughs> the does. whole fucking uh, movie. Um, Somehow, right? He starts the movie out and he's thirty-two, and at the end of it, he's thirty-one. <laughs> yeah, he's slightly younger. He just after twelve years, he got. Slid. I mean, he became a vegan or something. Right. Like I got yeah, a little exactly. younger somewhere Sorry. in there because I started lost, eating great. Lost that year, uh, but yeah, I thought I thought uh, Patricia Arquette was really good. The kids yeah. were really good. Um, so yeah, I, th- I I know that it's a. Uh, it was like a favorite for most people. Yeah. Um, until Birdman started beating the fuck out of everything. Right. All these different award shows. That's the one I'm so really excited about. Birdman. Watching. And for anyone listening, if you're listening the night of or tomorrow, Birdman did come out to rent tonight, today. Ew. So I'm going to watch it tomorrow. We'll have watched that before the next episode for yeah, sure. Definitely. Um, but the third film that we have seen is fucking Whiplash. Whiplash. Which is another great movie. Oh my like, god! Um, even though even though I didn't care as much for Grand Budapest Hotel, it was still a great movie, and I feel oh, yeah. like we've seen three really great, really films. just well done movies. Yeah, and Whiplash is no fucking exception. Like, uh, in my opinion, like I know that you didn't realize this, but I know, but Miles Teller is kind of like the current it guy. Okay, yeah, you know, uh, he not just Divergent, that like he was in the awkward moment with Michael B. Jordan and Zac right. Efron. He's in fucking. Uh, the Spectacular Now. He's been in a uh, fucking bunch of little movies here and there and right. stuff. And he's definitely like the up-and-coming young dude. And uh, I think he fucking kills it in this he movie. He does. He's very, very good in this yeah. movie. Um, and and J. the fact K. that he plays Simmons. his own drums. Oh, J.K. Yeah. Simmons. Jesus Christ. J.K. Simmons is my pick for Best Supporting Actor. I would agree with that, too. At this point. He unless, was unless these incredible. other five movies, something incredible hits me. Yeah. At this point, J.K. Simmons is he's when we do when we have Oscar night over here, my ballot will have J.K. Simmons for best yeah, supporting. For me sure. too. Uh, he just he plays that role so well, and to get to see the both both sides of him this the side of him that has to be the harsh instructor. Sure. And then the, and like as Spider Man fans, I think we both just have missed hearing him <laughs> yeah. yell at a young fucking white kid for real. You know yeah, I mean? like, it's <laughs> it's been a while since Parker. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. it's been a while since we've got that. 
God damn it, bring him into the <laughs> seriously. And he's even said, I'm down to play J. Jonah Jameson until I can't anymore. Yeah. So, I really hope he does. He's perfect. You know what? I think Marvel will. Yeah. They I would think have they to. will. You know? I mean, they have to love him Who just as much as we do. Come yeah, in there. Seriously. Besides, I could do the voice a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I don't look anything like him, though. So <laughs> He looks have just like he's him. Perfect. He's on the nose. When it's he, so great. When, like, when you think about J.K. Simmons <laughs> now and you look at him and. Then you think about how fucking down he was with that Hitler mustache <laughs> and that haircut. He came out in fucking Spider-Man 1, and he was just like, just I am fucking it. J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> give me a cigar. Give me these fucking suspenders. Bugger, God damn it. Like, oh, God, he's so good in so that. So great. And he's so good in this. Yeah. He's so, and like, you know, like you said, if someone that was, for me, like, even though I grew up playing in school band and stuff like that, I never right. had a band instructor like him, but I had yeah. sports coaches like him. Yeah. So like I've had those dudes who are just like, uh, they go they're way overboard right. with how they push people. But in the same respect, that's why they have these track records of, right. of people who have, have fucking been at that next level because they they push because people to they're that the point. people yeah. that demand that. Well, and that's the thing too. It's like not just you know uh, a high school band teacher sure. or whatever. This dude is he's supposed to be the guy in the best co- studio sure. band in the best fucking school in the sure. country. You know, so like he kind of has to be in that way. You yeah. don't get a band like that to play songs like that and be, you know, a fucking pussy. Like you know, you're going to be uh, like him. There's a little town outside of my hometown. Uh, I'll just say it. it's called Teetopolis <laughs> or T-Town, and they they're a tiny town. Right, like maybe a couple thousand people. Maybe. Wolf. And they've won boys or men, men and women, boys and girls have won state basketball titles repeatedly. Damn. They're a phenomenal fucking right. basketball uh, <laughs> town. So the sports program is amazing. Like uh, our Jalen's brother and his wife moved to T Town. Right. Because he's a fucking coach and he wants his kids to be in a good program. Be in a good place, yeah. So these people are so gangster that when I was in high school, you know, they, you, when you play high school basketball, you can only uh, practice at certain times. That's why they have, like, the midnight games when they can, when the day comes that they can start practicing that year. They right. have midnight stuff. So at midnight, they start practicing, having stuff. <laughs> well, they would have, they would throw a basketball camp every summer that right. was open to the public. But it was just, the public didn't fucking come. <laughs> the, ba- the fucking T-Town basketball fucking team, right. went, and they had practice for a week in the nice. summer. So I didn't know that, and my mom and dad were like, well, we're going to send you to everything, you know? Like, right. you're gigantic, and <laughs> you're a basketball player. So not only did I go to my own school's basketball camp, I went to the Catholic school across town's basketball camp, St. Anthony's basketball camp, and I also went to T-Town's basketball camp. This is no shit. It's a week. It's five days. Right. I go in there. They pull the big curtains that they had around, like, the gym or whatever. Yeah, right. They pulled them around most of it. They fucking ran plays and did shit in there. And they had me run laps the whole fucking time uh, I was there. Oh, my God. Or once in a while, a guy would come out and be like, shoot free throws from the side of the basket. Because uh. they had the fucking <laughs> things closed. Right. So I couldn't. I was, and so, like, the second day, my mom came and picked me up. and was like, I'm not fucking going back. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> I doing like, this. I, I remember she had friend, uh, some friend of hers from high school from California. Her and her husband were staying with us. And they, right. came, they all came. And I was like, I'm not going back. And I explained <laughs> to her the whole thing. I was like, all I do is run laps. I'm running all day. I'm, <laughs> I'm not, not doing this. To play it's basketball. summer. I'm yeah. going to go have fun. I'm going to go swimming <laughs> with my friends. Um, but like that guy that coached that fucking team right. was that dude. Yeah. He demanded so much out of high school kids. And that's why they have state title after state oh, title yeah. after state title. So that's why like, I saw I saw that. You're right. And J.K. Simmons and this thing. Like the the amount that he demands. And then like because of it, 
these legendary pure people have come out yeah. of his, uh, from under his tutelage, you know? So I mean, he dude wouldn't be practicing till his hands bled if sure. he didn't push him the way that he did, you yeah. know? And, uh, d- which I, I loved those scenes of him just practicing, just pissed, you yeah. know, and fucking dunking his hand in the bucket of water. Like, yeah. it was just so cool. And all the shots are fucking incredible. Like, this was a really just well done movie. I think that it had the best soundtrack of all three, sure. in my opinion. Uh, sure. I mean, of absolutely. course, not just because it's a music movie, but the music is fucking fantastic. Yeah. The song Whiplash is amazing. I'm oh, loving yeah. that shit. You know, but yeah, it's it's great. And it really does kind of capture the whole band feel. Shots mm-hmm. inside the horns and people, oh, yeah. the spit valves and stuff. Like, it, it it's awesome. It you really definitely have that feel that. yeah as yeah. someone who's been in yeah. band you know in school band and it, it definitely captures really just the like whole... i was on that ride that whole sure. time you know and it's yeah when they're playing great. that one piece and like and the trombones all in all finish their part and all empty their spit valves yeah. at the same time and then get ready <laughs> like as someone who's been in band like fuck yeah that's yeah. accurate as shit you and know and that's like, when they're all coming in they're sitting down they're sucking on the reeds yep. and they're flipping their pages it's just like fuck yeah like yep. that, it, it is it's just it you feel that that so much in that movie and uh, and I just I loved it. I loved the kind of not love story. I loved the the just that that was my number one of the three so far. I think. Really? It, yeah. It it fucking beat the other two, it leaps and bounds to me. Honestly, okay. like I just uh, I think that I mean everybody. J.K. Simmons's performance was incredible. Uh, the again it comes back to the music stuff. Sure. Big jazz guy. I love that kind of shit. So it it that kind of stuff really drew yeah. me in. Uh, the conversation about the death of jazz was really poignant for me. Oh, it was uh, amazing. You know, just fucking... It's like, the, the centerpiece of the film, yeah. I would say, is that conversation. And, uh, I mean, and just, like, the way that it all ties in at the end and his just whole fuck you drum solo into yeah. some great... Sh- I mean, it's just... It's fucking great. It's just a good ride. It's a fucking beautiful movie. I really yeah. enjoyed it. I really did, too. I, I don't know if... I don't know. I, I Earlier today, I was like, yeah, I think it was my favorite so far, too. But now, like, now as we sat here and talked about Boyhood, I can't You're decide. thinking about Boyhood? Yeah. They're just, it, they're very, both very, very good movies. Yeah. You, you get to go, and it's not like, it's not like you, it's not Middle Earth. Right. But it takes you somewhere. You're on a you journey know? both you ways. Get to, yeah, yeah, you get to go escape somewhere, even though it's not fantasy. It's not right. Guardians of the Galaxy. It's, you know, it's, it, you're not Frodo. <laughs> right. You know? Um, but yeah, I, so far out of the three, I've, I thought we've gotten three good movies. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm I'm excited about the rest. I mean, yeah. if, if anything's even close to what we've seen so far, it's. I mean, I understand why these guys are best picture nominees. They, sure. They're fucking incredible, just all around. So. So this week we're gonna see Birdman. Yeah. And American, American Snapper. Snapper. <laughs> so try to get. We got five more to watch. So we got two weeks. Yeah. So we got we got to get to watching some flicks. Yeah. Um, not gonna lie, I'm not that excited about Theory of Everything and the Imitation Game. I'm actually really excited about Theory of Everything. Really? Yeah, I, I love Hawking. I'm I do curious too. to see this this story and. But this seems very much like a like a Victorian love story <laughs> with Stephen Hawking. <laughs> yeah, in it, it kind of does. It's almost like Stephen Hawking <laughs> is in one of those books from the front of the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. kind of like. Or not the front of the grocery store, the book aisle. There used to be a book yeah, aisle at the was, grocery I store. I don't know if there still is there still. Yeah. It's it with had a lot of shit with Fabio on the covers of the books. <laughs> yeah, the schmutz. It's um, a man with a, with his shirt open with right. a woman like in a dip <laughs> pose. Right. But yeah, I mean, I think there's enough of it about his life and with stuff. With a ship I think it should burning be, uh, behind him. <laughs> right. The sunset yeah. going on with the seagulls. He was going uh-huh. to be a pirate, but she, t- <laughs> she tamed him. <laughs> she tamed his heart. Captain Lionhair. Hi, everybody. It's a good old friend, Cheddar Cheese. Want to talk to you guys about something real serious. And that serious thing is... 
taken children away from their parents. That is not a good thing to do at all whatsoever, kids. See, earlier they were really funny, and this one <laughs> yeah. became about kidnapping. Earlier, <laughs> it's just real yeah. dark. Yeah, and like, I want to talk to you guys about something serious right now. Okay? Claim on other people's kids on your taxes. <laughs> I think right, and they're going to find out and take that money back anyway. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, I look forward to seeing the other fucking flicks, but I do... I also, you know, being a musician and stuff, like I really yeah. love all the music tied into Whiplash. Yeah. And the way it's surround the whole thing, the way it's surrounded by like it it really doesn't have to be about music, the story. Right. Like we said, it could be a sports film. Yeah. It could be a military film. It could be about anything about overcoming somebody and then somebody pushing to this them. thing, yeah. But the it the it's just better cuz it is about music. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It it helped to touch in in a in that that way um but i mean it's like all around it's just good it's good people you know it's still even if i wasn't interested in music like mm-hmm. i'm some sort of weird automaton that doesn't sure. like music i would still go it's shot well and people I realize acted the right shit right out now, of it though, that it is a sports film for music people yeah oh yeah definitely it it's totally all about is. uh you know breaking that trying trying to achieve these ultimately unattainable goals of, of pushing yourself way too hard and, and, you'll show and this coach. dropping down and then you're going to fucking come back strong because it's not about trying to be that best thing. It's about I just don't fucking want being good shit. your life. Being the quarterback <laughs> at West Canaan High School was the best thing to happen to your life, but I don't want your life, says Dawson Leary in fucking Varsity Blues. Something that we're going to have to work into a, a, a bit or a segment here on the show that we realized tonight is that there's nothing that happened between 1989 and 1999 on Nickelodeon that I don't know everything yeah, it's, about. Yeah, it's true. I realized that I didn't, I, 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 I didn't have any parents. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have any parents. It was just Nickelodeon. I realize right now, I now know that I don't have parents. I Looking was, back on it, I'm pretty sure. I realized I was raised in a lab with a television that only went on Nickelodeon, and then when I got to a certain age, it only went to MTV. <laughs> right. right. And maybe Nickelodeon every once in a while. Um, but uh, so we do have a segment oh, yeah. on our show. It's a segment. This is our segment on the show. And this is the song that we've worked real hard to write about the segment on the show. The segment on the show about Ian listening to a rap album. So, after listening to his first album, I assigned you the Notorious B.I.G.'s second album. Life After Death. Life After Death. Released March 4th, 1997, which Wolf. is, I believe, after his death. I hmm. believe he was actually dead before the album made it out. Woof. Because he died in 97. I want to say that he died in April. Okay. Or maybe or it was April. So, yeah, maybe it was the next month. Maybe he died right after it came out. Damn. Um, That's rough. Let me, look up, <laughs> let me look up old Christopher Wallace real quick. But, uh, yeah. I fucking loved this, of course. I mean, of course I did. And uh, in the same vein of why Community has beaten uh, He died five, year, five days after it came out. Holy shit. It came out March 4th, 97. He, he didn't even get March a whole 9th. week. He got a fucking yeah. business week. Yeah. <laughs> That's awful. And it came out on a Tuesday. <laughs> oh, shit. So you think, <laughs> he got into the he Saturday. He on Sunday. You right. Know? So well, he didn't even, yeah, he only got four, maybe day, that four days of sales. Maybe that couple yeah. Three days of sales. Jesus. He didn't realize that he had made, actually he did. Yeah. Strangely enough, you know the song Sky's the Limit? Yeah. On the album? It's the last thing that he recorded for the album. Okay. Okay. And uh, this is documented. 
the story's told and they and they show it in the film Notorious that when he finished oh this is the fucking most epic <laughs> moment in the history of hip hop no joke right when he finished recording the lyrics of Sky's the Limit and put the fucking kibosh on on Life After Death he st- stepped back from the mic started to take his headphones off and he said I did it Puff I'm the greatest <laughs> <laughs> like he fucking he knew after that right. like he knew he was like I, I'm done that was he's it like, yeah I did it I finally did he's like I did it I'm the greatest like he fucking <laughs> it's not on the album you can't hear him say it right it's just something that was talked about it's like always the oh. story always told yeah oh. um, but yeah I mean and, and like how community has beat Arrested Development for me uh, it just has more than the first album so yeah. I ended up liking it more but sure I mean it's just like the god damn it uh Fucking what is that? Hypnotize, of course, of course. is awesome. Um, which I, I had not realized I had heard before. Sure. Um, let's see. Big uh, single back in the day. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Uh, fuck you tonight, which is awesome. Oh, um, yeah. I love the dough. What's beef? God damn it! I loved this album a lot. Actually, beef is when uh, you need two gats to go to sleep. <laughs> which is a fucking awesome. Line. Beef is when you roll no less than twenty <laughs> deep. <laughs> so great. Actually, the best line is that beef is when I see you. Guaranteed yeah, to be an I, I see you. you. One more time. What's beef? God damn it! So beef good. is when you make your enemies start your jeep. <laughs> yeah. Beef is when your moms ain't safe up in the streets. Oh man! But yeah, I mean, I just of course the, just the whole fucking album. I really liked it. I, I ended up uh, you get into Mo Money Mo Problems. Mo Money Mo Problems, was which great. was to say that was a hit in 1997, is like to say that in 1997 the Clinton scandal was a big deal. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like Mo Money Mo Problems was such a big song. I can see time. why. I mean, it, it was fucking yeah, it was good shit. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, Miss You is really fucking good. I mean, that shit was heavy, but yeah. really good. Both um, the songs he does with 112, Miss You and Sky's the Limit, are yeah. fucking amazing songs. Sky's the Limit was awesome. Uh, Sky's the Limit has my favorite quote from Biggie ever, a quote that I want to get tattooed on me somewhere, yeah, okay. which is the quote, uh, fuck, I can't even think of it. Uh, <laughs> Stay far from timid, Always, only make moves when your heart's in it, and live the phrase, sky's the limit. Nice. And yeah, that was, that's like the that. last lyrics yeah. to the whole song, and he fucking said those words. <laughs> I did it, Puff, I'm the greatest. Like, that was it. Right. Like, that's some epic he shit. Like, yeah, that's, that's so like cool. That's like fucking Zeppelin being like, and <laughs> she's buying a stairway to heaven we did it with the greatest <laughs> right <laughs> there we go everyone we did it <laughs> enjoy that forever <laughs> yeah uh but yeah this is fucking great biggie was awesome it is uh let's listen to a little sky's a the limit actually yeah. uh if you've never heard of this is uh sky's the limit featuring 112 which was like uh bad boys in-house r&b group oh okay so uh, i wasn't sure who that was mm-hmm. Mean loyalty, niggas put me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate, the cookies, run a crunch. Ain't it? Oscars and blue and white duck. Ask Slice. I remember being seven, like, this is, I was 17 when this right. came out. I remember driving around in my first car, fucking. Oh, God, this is such a fucking great song. Yes. Like, there's not a lot of hip hop like this. Yeah. You know, there's not a lot of hip-hop that are about positivity, really. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, and not most of his songs aren't. Tin Crack Commandments, <laughs> Right, you know? yeah. Uh, uh, Inwards Bleed. Right. You know, what I'm, how, I, 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 would, I can't believe I just said Inwards Bleed instead of just fucking... <laughs> 
sucked it up and said the word on here for crying out loud. But yeah, it was almost no one's going to be like, can you believe that he quoted that Notorious B.I.G. song title and How used the N-word? How dare he? Because that's definitely the same as being like, hey, you N-words. Like, that's definitely the same thing as using it that word. Wait, uh, Notorious Thugs with Bone oh, Thugs yeah. is amazing. Oh, that was fucking great. Uh, yeah. I'm going to throw that on because that, that's... That, for me is a classic hip hop song yeah um, and what I like about it is like at the same time you'll hear it on another album right Tupac did a song with Bone Thugs okay the only people that did a song with both people huh only, one, only people in the world that rappers that did a song with both people right is Bone Thugs um and the crazy thing is like on the Tupac song with them Tupac just raps like Tupac on a song with Bone Thugs. Right. On Notorious Thugs, Biggie totally changes his style up and raps like Bone Thugs. Yeah. He comes up, buy the coke, cook the coke, cut it, know the bitch before you find yourself loving it, nigga would have been fucking it, you know? Like, <laughs> right. He starts rapping off fast and with that staccato arpeggio yeah. thing that they do because, like, you know, he, he could do that. Right. Like, he <laughs> right. Just like, he just had- oh, I'll just... I'm just going to be like these guys. Then. I'm not going to be the only person who doesn't rap like that in oh, this right, song. Right. You, know, you guys are going to come up with 7 a.m. woke in the morning, my head caffeine and green. <laughs> well, I don't rap like that, but I'm going to on this one. You know? <laughs> right. Mandolins and violins. We just sitting here trying to win, trying not to sin. Like he's just like, I'll just write it like you guys do. I'm that good. It's okay. <laughs> I'll just yeah. get this done real quick. Hold like, on a second. You gonna do this one like us, Biggie? Yeah, we're just. I'm gonna do it like you guys. I'm not gonna. This. I'm not gonna be, sit here doing my thing. I mean, it will be. It'll still be armed and dangerous, but it's still gonna be like, ain't too many to game bang with us. Straight up, we know angel dust. Like I'm still gonna do it your way, but I'm gonna do it my voice. Like he was that good. He's also the guy who can do two people. You know, on <laughs> right? Even the loop. Yeah. He does both the. Uh, the characters on that. Which, of course, I forgot about a, I Got a Story to Tell was fucking awesome. Was I Got a Story so to Tell great. is one of those songs where it's just like, I, I feel like that's, when you want to stand up for hip-hop as an art form, that's yeah. when you should be like, oh, really, have you heard this five-minute song about <laughs> right. where a guy tells a story two different ways? Yeah. One way he, he raps the story and one way he tells a story? Um <laughs> I'm gonna play that one right now. Yeah, that one I really dug. And the beat is ridiculous too. Yeah, it's just that simple drum beat with a little bass over yeah. it. Yeah, and every once in a while they drop a little piano thing on it. Pulling mad G's out the floor. Like, the way he's painting the picture of this yeah. guy break, getting to the safe and everything. It's like. And then this second half right here is where he yeah. kicks off and he tells the story. Oh, big, we miss you, big. Next time I'm home, I gotta, I'm about to get my notorious movie back from my sister, and I gotta, you gotta watch it. It's, it's pretty amazing. Okay. Um, especially the end because uh, when Biggie died, um, you know, Biggie was New York. Right. You know they, they're, you know they still fucking uh, like. T- Talib Kweli even has lyrics and uh, you know we come from Brooklyn New York City where they paint murals of Biggie like, like <laughs> right Biggie's two rungs under Jesus on the ladder in, <laughs> right. in Brooklyn like in New York in general yeah like, like uh, you know and LA loves Tupac too oh, yeah. but New York fucking loves Biggie right and uh, um the end, like when he died they did a funeral procession through Brooklyn right and it shut the city down yeah <laughs> like there's just thousands of people on each side of the street through the right. whole city 
and it's his mom riding through and 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 they br- they're bringing his his casket through you can right. see it and everything it's like Shit. it's like fucking princess diana yeah died. <laughs> yeah right for yeah. sure for real like it's it's like it's like someone royal died right and really it's big it is royalty yeah, in hip hop royalty and, yeah and especially in brooklyn right and he's going through there and they're pulling it through there and it's all mournful and stuff like that and halfway through or so Someone with a giant stereo in their car opens up the trunk and all the window or all the doors in their car, and they start playing Hypnotize, which had came out the week before. Right, it had just come out, <laughs> and the place goes insane. <laughs> and at the end of the Notorious movie, his mom is telling that story as they're kind of sh- and they and they go away from the dramatization. They're showing the actual footage of it, right. except for they're showing Angela Angela Bassett plays his mom. Okay, and she's like in the back of the car, and they're and they're talking about how. She, and you just hear Valletta is his mom's like, he's such hip hop royalty. We know his mother's name. We know we know <laughs> right. Tupac's mom's name too, Afini Shakur. We know both of right. these people's moms. That's how important these, these are. <laughs> like you know, and and, uh, and so you hear her, and she's like, I can't think where she's from. She's she's like not Dominican, but she's from somewhere. So she has a little bit a thing in her voice, you know, like a little bit of an accent. Right. And she's talking about how they she's told them stop the car. And she's like, and I rolled down those windows, and I heard my son. And she could just hear, and like they show it. And there's people up on cars. <laughs> there's thousands of people right. in the streets, and this it's it's amazing. <laughs> it was it was it's 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 so crazy to tell these stories to someone that doesn't realize. Like, <laughs> right? Really, there was a fucking royal yeah, parade yeah, like, for a rapper. No, like, like, yeah, no idea. Been fucking people to this day, like people fucking have R.I.P. Tupac shirts. And right? RIP, yeah. Like, like there's not. R.I.P. Other people, you know, right, what I mean? right. you don't see people walking around with like <laughs> R.I.P. John Bonham shirts. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> missing John, you know, like <sighs> that drum kit was never the same. I think I kind of want to make know, one of those. Let's, 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 <laughs> yeah. come, let's make let's make ones that are like the Tupac and Biggie R.I.P. shirts. <laughs> But for like Keith Moon, yeah, and yeah. shit like that, and it's like Gamba not forgotten. Keith, you know, like, he was a, he was a wild man on the drums. He's and, kicking over bass drums in heaven now. Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, there's, I remember one shirt where it's got Tupac and Biggie, and they both have crowns on them. Right. One with Bonham and <laughs> Keith Moon Keith. with crowns on. <laughs> or doing one for Jerry Garcia. Yeah, <sighs> that would be awesome. Big up Jerry. Yeah, notorious J E R R Y. <laughs> but yeah, Biggie. Biggie was a. Uh, I mean, he's like he's like Michael Jordan, right? In the in the sense, yeah. so was Tupac in a sense that like, like he's like we talked about little kids who never saw a minute of Michael Jordan play basketball. Have right. Michael Jordan shoes. Have Michael Jordan jerseys. Yeah. Uh, you know, shirts. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. <laughs> Motherfucker, you don't know who Michael Jordan is, but somehow you know that you love Michael Jordan. Right. Like, yeah. Exactly. Your dad has told you, Michael. Motherfucker, Michael Jordan's the shit. So like. <laughs> Like and that's the same with Tupac. Like people who were never around and Biggie, never around to see them perform live on anything yeah. or do an interview on anything, they still fucking Pac. Right. You know, like they still understand <laughs> yeah. that. Like no matter how good this shit gets now with rap music, no matter how interesting and ingenious it gets, it will never get as good as those two guys did. Right. It. That's a real weird feeling. Yeah. It's also a weird feeling to know that no matter how good anyone gets at basketball, they're never going to be as good as Michael Jordan. <laughs> right. They'll never get all those stats. Yeah. No one's ever going to be that good at <laughs> Right. No one's it's ever just like one of those one fluke there's things. There's going to be great guitarists. There's people oh, yeah. that play guitar better than Jimi Hendrix today. Right. They're not as inventive because they're because <laughs> Jimi Hendrix came before them. Right. But there are people that are better guitarists than that yeah, alive. Definitely. Uh, there's never going to be 
someone that's going to be as good as Tupac. <laughs> right. Because they always had Tupac to listen to. Yeah. Yeah, they're so, immediately influenced by that. Who yeah. did he have to listen to? Yeah. Where did he come up with that Malcolm shit? Malcolm X. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Martin Luther King. Right. Um, Fred Hampton. People like that. That's who he, who he learned right. that kind of stuff from. You know, like Black Panther. His mom was in the Black Panthers. Oh, okay. You know, so I mean, that's it's like where, it's the culture that's what built what he sure. came from. It's that's not why if you when you listen to Tupac, your next album is going to be a Tupac album. Okay, when you listen to Tupac, he is a, he's a preacher at the pulpit. Okay, when he's talking, right? Biggie is the hustler on the street corner. <laughs> right, he'll sell you a rhyme and a rock. You know, he's that guy. <laughs> right, and, and you see that at one point, uh, and it's a, another story. Biggie, you see in the movie that he sold crack to a pregnant woman. Uh, he didn't give a fuck. He's here to make his money. Right. He's a thug. Right. Biggie was a, uh, was the greatest rapper of all time. Tupac was the greatest person to ever rap. Right. Because Tupac was so much. He went to like Juilliard. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. He was an arts he would, guy. He would have probably been a, a, a politician by now. Right. He had a lot more going on. But he his candor, or his cadence and his rap style is very much. I'm the man up here at the pulpit. Like he's very much. The preacher, right? And he's telling you what you know his thing today, whatever his sermon is, whatever his topic he's talking to you about. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm just I'm really having a hard time right now. If I should start with like early Tupac album to get you started, or if I should just give you the fucking greatest West Coast hip hop album of all time, probably. Which we're going for classics. We're not just going for a, a history of hip hop. We're going right. for the greatest albums of all time. Yeah. So your next album to listen to. Is Tupac's All Eyes on Me. Okay. So it is a double disc. Okay. It's one of the only times I feel like a double disc worked. Right. Because it's fucking great. Um, it was, you know, it's I think it was right around the same time as Life After Death. They were the, hmm. they were the, uh, they're just, it's so crazy. Both of them, they're, you know, Tupac's last album as Tupac was, was, no, I guess it wasn't. I guess he did Me Against the World after Life After Death or after Ready to Die. Not Ready to Die. <laughs> All Eyes on All Me. Eyes. <laughs> um, you know, Tupac has a lot of albums. He's probably right. nine, I want to say, maybe. All Eyes on Me. And those are all before he died? Yes. All Eyes on Me was Because I know he's got a shitload so of it was the year before. stuff, too. Yeah, but a lot of that stuff isn't... You know, he didn't have any say in the uh, production or anything oh, like right. that. You know, that was definitely like a... Uh, um, Other people kind of interpreted yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, oh, man, you're in for some really good stuff. Just going through, like, Ambitions as a Writer, All About You, How Do You Want It, Two of America's Most Wanted, Life Goes On, Fucking California Love, I Ain't Mad At You, Can't... S- That's just the first fucking album. <laughs> right. Those are, like, seven of the greatest hip-hop songs of all time. <laughs> and that's just the first half of it. The second half, you got Can't See Me with George Clinton. You got Said You're Gonna Be, Showed You're Gonna Be, Thug. Said You're Gonna Be, When Day's Gonna Be. Oh, um, picture me rolling. You got Thug Passion. You're gonna uh, all eyes on me. You got. I mean, I'm def- I'll definitely say um, the second album is the is definitely the the weaker of the two albums. Right. Okay. Um, <coughs> but uh, um, yeah, he died in September of '96. This is the last mm. thing that was released while he was alive. So both of them ended on a double disc. That's crazy. Yeah. Interesting. He's you know the Machiavelli album came out after he died, and that's right. And Machiavelli was famous for faking his own death, which is what started this whole Tupac oh, faked right. his own death thing. Was the I whole. see. And at the beginning, you can at the very beginning. We'll listen to that one soon. Okay. But at the beginning of Machiavelli, whenever it first starts off, you can hear someone in the background, or you can hear a whisper that says, "Shug shot me." Yeah. 
You really can. Holy shit. It's no bullshit. Huh. You know? Like, <laughs> it's so weird. Um, but we'll, we'll fucking get into that. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so, uh, Thumbs. What, what? How? Where would you go at life for life after death? I. Uh, I'd give it five. Yeah, I'd, yeah, five thumbs. Yeah, I, five thumbs. <laughs> Which <laughs> is, if you're paying attention, is two hundred and fifty percent. He gave that one. Uh, so. <laughs> well, it was stars last time. Oh, okay, so. <laughs> okay, okay. Fair enough. Sorry. So star count five. <laughs> I give it five. Yeah. Uh, you know, because I like I said the, the I enjoyed it as much as. Uh, uh, the first one, but there was just more of it to enjoy. So yeah, I'd, I'd I just got a I just got a text message from our buddy Andrew, who is one of the first people that will listen to this podcast, yep. and he sent me, and I just want to say, fuck your country fried steak. Oh shit! No, he sent me a picture of what looks like he a, made a pretty good country, country fried, fried steak. steak oh damn! Some corn and some mac and cheese. Yeah. So uh, what up, Andrew? Yeah, Andrew. What up, Get Drew Tang? <laughs> our our number one listener Android in the world every time. And and Kellen, if he's still listening, nice. He was for a while, so yeah. I don't know if any. Besides that, it's you know it's just us and uh, Bill Gates. Bill Gates, <laughs> yeah, listens. he loves it. <laughs> well, Bill Gates has been trying to kill me for a long time. Oh, uh, okay. So he studies me. That's actually a side. <laughs> so that's a side fucking story in the movie Dead Man on Campus, actually. <laughs> All right, with that, I think that I think we're gonna call it a night here, folks. Uh, so uh, hit us up on the twitters, on the tweeters, the tweeters, and the <laughs> the book face about the Spider Man. What you think? What do you th- have you seen any of the other fucking movies? Oscar nominees for Oscar nominees. <laughs> have you, you seen like? Have you seen Birdman? Have you seen it? Have you seen Birdman? Have you seen anything else? Have you seen the one that I couldn't think of? American Sniper. American Sniper. Are you? Is it creating a lot of heat? Is on the internet because some people say it's it's un-American to not like that movie and oh think God. Chris Kyle is a fucking patriot. <laughs> and there's other people that say it's a fucking propaganda film. It's that's here to make us all want to go to war. <laughs> I say it's Bradley Cooper with a beard and a gun. I think that it's a movie. Yeah, yeah, it probably so, is. <laughs> it's keep, probably a film. You know, it might not be. We might watch it. And be like, <laughs> it might be the greatest fucking war or yeah. army fucking recruitment video of all time. Or it might just be a bullshit. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I know, we'll just have to sh- it, I know yeah. that. I know that a lot of the shit outside of the movie, like him, I know his family or he lost. He was in a defamation suit with Jesse Ventura. <laughs> with Jesse, Jesse Ventura, Ventura won yeah. one point eight million dollars from Holy the guy. Holy shit! So, and I know he claims to have shot looters from the Superdome yeah. during the uh, Katrina, which is pretty well, fucking. I just say shitty. you don't you don't fuck with the with the body. Yeah, Jesse the body. But where I'm at is I don't give a fuck because yeah. he's a dead guy. I'm not going to sit here and talk about what a dead guy did because if the, he died. Uh, so. If the movie's good, that's what we're going to talk about. Cause yeah. We're a pop culture uh, podcast here, not a dead guy's shit they did while they weren't dead. We're not a political podcast, podcast there we go. either. That's, that makes a lot more we're sense. Definitely, uh, we definitely take a big non-stance on anything. Yeah. So whatever you, who the person who is listening to this right now, you specifically, whatever your political beliefs are, that's what ours are. Just yeah, think of that. Yeah. We're totally... We've Believe that in one what issue you that you're in. really hardcore yeah. thinking about, we are too. And that that person that you like for office He's is a, he or fantastic. she is our favorite yeah. as well. And that other person who you think is full of shit, oh, they are just jackasses. I don't I don't even know, them, but they're probably a stupid bitch. <laughs> so <laughs> we're on your side when it comes yeah. to politics. We're on your side <laughs> always, unless you're in the Nazi party. Yeah, we're uh, not okay with that. So anyway, uh, enjoy your week. 
Um, we have some, I know we've been saying it for a while, we have some guests coming up. We're trying to get it all scheduled out and figured out. So um, we will be also doing one, not this coming weekend, but the weekend after we'll be doing a big one after the Oscars with for a bunch Ersters, of guests. Yes. So our good friend Andy McDonald will be back. Back on the episodes. Um, and Melanie Meyer will be here. And I think our ladies will be involved yeah, in that podcast too. So we'll have like six people on the next episode. It'll be a big old it's fucking be legit. Uh, uh, talk a round table discussion. More, we need to get more microphone stands <laughs> yeah. for six people. Yeah, we'll see we how it goes. Stands. Um, but anyway, guys, have a great week and uh, uh, fuck your mothers. And thanks for listening. <laughs> I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to come up, like, what's the what's the <laughs> worst kind of send off you could have at the other? <laughs> fuck your mothers. <laughs> Enjoy your week. <laughs> um, no, guys, have a great week and uh, thanks for listening. If you do. And enjoy the boils. Enjoy the boils. <laughs> the boils. <laughs> okay. Oh. And I think that's. A, I think it should be your boils. Enjoy, I think it should be enjoy, enjoy your, your boils. boils. <laughs> oh. That's so fucking weird, but I like it for some reason. And we'll have to do like. Okay. So guys, have a great week. Enjoy, enjoy your, your boils. boils. <laughs>